Drunk. Drunk driving. Drunk driving and he's drunk driving. Drunk driving and he's drunk driving. I'm a bar fly. Bars are all closing. Got my car keys in a house down the road. There's no one around here to stop me. So I get in my front door and I'm drunk. Drunk driving. Drunk driving. I'm drunk driving. Yep. Driving. What's up, Cabbage? What'd you think of that song? Proof. He likes it. My cat, Cabbage, who I don't know if we, uh, I think that we tried to mention that in the lost segment, but uh, my cat cabbage, who I thought previously was a girl, possibly a pregnant girl, possibly a pregnant girl, took to get spayed, had him shaved, and it turns out he is a boy that's already been fixed. And he looks at me with great disdain now. There were a lot of a rich apologies that there were, and I have a little heart shaped collar for him, but you know. Like whatever. Boys can wear heart shaped collars. Too. He's got like the trans color flag, the trans flag colors on his uh, collar. Anyway, the, the kind of teal and pink or peach kind of thing. So sort that's kind of nice. Yeah, sort of uh, serendipitous. Yeah. Well, anyway, we just got finished watching Baywatch, a two parter. Uh, it was a good one. It was a real good one. It was really spooky too, just in time for Halloween. It was about treasure and murder and, like, two gold prospectors trying yeah, to murder that, Mitch Buchanan and, more importantly, a lot of people trying to murder Hobie the boy. <laughs> Hobie the boy. The boy Hobie. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, this episode, in case you want to watch it, is, uh, <laughs> you yes. know, if you want to pull it up on your app, buy it. Um, <laughs> buy the DVD for it because it does come, or a VHS tape. It's a river of no return. It's the season opener for season three. And it is also the first appearance of not only Pamela Anderson, but also summer is chesty jugs. <laughs> summer is the character's name. I don't know any of the other actors names. Um, and, and Matt and Matt. <laughs> and um, I believe he's played by uh, it's like David Charvet. David Charvet. I want to say his name is. The way they bring Pamela Anderson into the mix, though, is very funny. It's, yes. She's standing on a rock. Wait. <laughs> That's not the first time we see her. She is before it that. Might she's as well a, be. But the first the first time we truly like get a look at Pamela Anderson and there's recognition of the character. She is on a rock playing the saxophone. Yep. And uh not very well, I might add. I'm not sure if her being a saxophonist or a kayaker ever comes up again. Why would it? They're on the beach. <laughs> you don't take a saxophone. No, why you wouldn't take a saxophone to the beach? You take it to I the mean, river. What do you? You take it to the river. You take a saxophone to the river. You wouldn't take a saxophone to the beach, but you would take it to the river. I mean, come on. Or, or it, I feel like this is like a, you, you wouldn't take a certain person or like to a, a re, like a fancy restaurant. It's kind of like a, every square is a rectangle, but, or every rectangle is a square, but not every square is a rectangle. Okay. what What's the instrument you take to the beach? 
Ukulele. Okay. Or um, bongos. <laughs> you just—I have a fistful of chips right now, and you're shaking your head at me. It's gonna happen. Let's get it clean eventually. Let's get it clean. You want me to just do it? Let's get it clean. What brand are we uh, sponsored by today? Uts. (laughs) (laughs) Really? We weren't able to get better than Uts? It's the best best one we got. Okay, so I'll... Best potato chip. What is it? So I will revise my statement then. Um, uh, We were not able to get better than Uts. Yeah, it's impossible. (laughs) There's nothing better than Uts. Uts is... Uts is the tops. Is Uts a, well? I never really think I've had or had a but Uts potato chip. Have you? No, I mean like I have, self, I have self respect. What's the best potato chip to you? Wait, is this Uts? No, it's Lay's. I was like, look at that. If you flipped it around and revealed <laughs> it that was it was Uts this whole time, <laughs> no. You think you could get a friend to eat an Uts potato chip without noticing? <laughs> We're doing the Uts potato chip challenge. Yeah, it's not even like comparing it with another one to see if they can tell the difference. It's just if they'll be able to tell it specifically Uts. Like they taste it and it's like, is it Uts? Wait a minute. This isn't. Is this Uts? (laughs) Is this Uts? Did you dose me with Uts? NBC's new hit show, This Is Uts. And it's just about the fat characters and all they do is eat potato chips. <laughs> yeah. They uh they go down to Hollywood Boulevard and they go up to passing people and they like have them eat a potato chip and the person goes like what was that? <laughs> What'd you give me? <laughs> I also like the idea of was that like, I also like the idea of <laughs> like a, a t- test focus group. And then, like, they give them an unmarked bag. And instead of people just eating the chips, they, like, go around with, like, you know how, like, in wine tastings, they have, like, the little buckets they spit into? <laughs> <laughs> so you just have people just, like, munch on chips and then just... Yeah, <laughs> like, just, yeah the, the person holding the microphone holds out their hand. <laughs> just and then spits in their hand. And they kind of, like, wipe it on their pants. <laughs> Well, this is how we come back from the pandemic. Like, this is the kind of show I'm pitching. To yeah, CBS. right. Just to be like, it's okay. We can do this again. Yeah. Is that Didn't you, you miss this? Is that you can go up not only to a stranger on the street mm-hmm. and tell them to eat something, <laughs> but you can also <laughs> allow them to spit in your hand. I love the idea of like the producers of the show pitching it to be like, just listen, this is free money, you guys. This is like just a direct... It's basically a commercial. <laughs> it, it would be. It would be. <laughs> I don't think they would like it because you get a different chip company every week. This is Lay's. This is Pringles. <laughs> is this Pringles? Are these Pringles? I don't. Was think that I, a Pringle? No. <laughs> and they'd be like, "No, it was like really like flat." It was clearly not, not a yeah. Pringle. <laughs> you can't tell which one a Pringle is. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> that, it's like, oh, did you think that was a Pringle, sir? Can you imagine just going to the store? Walk with me in my in the mind of a of a psychotic person. Okay. 
they go to the grocery store and they get a little basket or whatever, and they go down to you know get the things or whatever. They get the chip aisle, and then they get a tube of classic original Pringles. No flavor, anything. Who's buying those? The originals? I don't like them. Uh, sometimes you get a craving for the original. Really? I like the only ones I like are either the salt and vinegar or I like the pizza ones. Salt really. and vinegar are good. Here's my issue with the salt and vinegar. Okay, is that I don't know if it's the size or the shape of my mouth, but so the you way get the corners, it, it kind of cuts. Uh-huh. You kind of get like a Joker thing happening. I have a giant. After a while, <laughs> what if that was what happened to him? <laughs> have you ever had salt and vinegar chips? You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I was eating too many salt and vinegar Pringles. <laughs> Cut me up. Cut my mouth up. <laughs> Hurt like hell for the first few days. My father came home with a tube of Pringles. <laughs> my mother said she didn't like the salt and vinegar kind. He didn't like that. Not one bit. My father... Was a Pringles man. <laughs> we were doing the bit earlier where it was uh, Mitch Buchanan, the star of Baywatch, being, "Ladies and gentlemen, I am a lifeguard. <laughs> this is my son, Hobie." <laughs> if you if you are not familiar with Hobie, Hobie's the star of the show. <laughs> Hobie is the star. There's, I think, in the first episode, um, Mitch stands on the tower with Hobie, who is just at that time a very small boy, and like as they watch over the early 90s sunbathers he says one day son you will own this beach this will all be yours when i die hobie says uh wow really i would love if there was an episode where like uh the reality is kind of peeled back and we see like the you know like mitch is actually just making maybe like 15 16 thousand dollars a year like he's he's like a like a park employee, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not paid well. Like LA County is just like they did say that like the starting uh Yeah, they said that on this episode, which is crazy. There was the starting rate was fifteen dollars an hour in like nineteen ninety one, which is insane. Yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> I, I I wonder if that's accurate. Let's let's go to the Google and see what Yeah, like what, like what what is it, what would that come out to now? Because I I bet they're getting paid the same, but you know without inflation. What does a beach lifeguard make in L.A. County? In L.A. County, twenty three to forty seven thousand dollars a year. Forty seven is the high end, which is still like I don't know. You're risking your well, in in California, right? And also like L.A. County, but like. I don't know. It's a lot of physical effort. You probably can only do that successfully. And like, probably the only upper pay scale is for like the people that are like in charge and charge, not like people actually on the tower. Yeah. You think, so uh, you think you're making less than probably minimum wage at $23,000 a year somehow. Right. Yeah. Maybe you're only allowed to work so many hours or something. I, I think that they might have a $15 minimum wage. In That's not $23,000 a year. Is it? Let's see. 15 times 40. This is the fun part of the show. <laughs> 600, okay, times 52 is $31,000. So, no, hmm. it's not what $21,000 or $23,000 is. It could be, yeah, no. <clears throat> Top paid LA lifeguards earned up to $392,000 in 2019. Whoa. Seven life. Okay, wait a minute. I'm on Forbes.com. <laughs> Being a lifeguard in California can be an unbelievably, unbelievably. Okay, we're going to take that again. Being a lifeguard in California can be unbelievably lucrative. 
If we had only known, many of us would have packed our bags and headed west for a career on the California beach. Our auditors at OpenTheBooks.com found that lifeguards make a fortune in Los Angeles County. Seven lifeguards, that's not many, made more than $300,000, and 82 lifeguards had total earnings that exceeded $200,000 in 2019, the latest year available. That's a that's pretty huge. Uh, Overtime pay drove the earnings into corporate executive range. That's wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. Hmm. Well, maybe the maybe we're onto something here. Maybe that's why he can drink it all away. <laughs> that's my theory. Is Mitch Buchanan is constantly drunk on the beach, and um, he definitely is later in the show. When 100. he's not like <laughs> when he like mainly appears behind people or in the <laughs> truck. like in the truck (laughs) like (laughs) sitting down somewhere (laughs) leaning behind something like he's always kind of he doesn't walk much (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) they keep him pretty uh stationary (laughs) and they had a couple couple spills on the set that they were just like (laughs) we can't let that happen again (laughs) If any of the executives from NBC came down here and saw how fucked up he was this close to water, they'd shut down this set immediately. (laughs) They had to install a little ramp into his trailer so that he wouldn't take a tumble like last time. (laughs) Delayed production for two weeks because he twisted his ankle too drunk to come down the stairs from his two stairs from his trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm down again. <laughs> um, hmm. What else is going on? Um, well, we were talking about River of No Return. River of No Return, of course. Um, well, in that episode, uh, Mitch's uncle, Alex, dies in the beginning by getting shot in the chest, like in the back, through the chest with a crossbow by two, yeah. like, Oh, yeah. The two enemies of the episode are like other gold miners or whatever. Yeah. And they're played by one of them is played by the drummer, Mickey Jones, who is a like, like famous drummer played with Bob Dylan for a while. But uh thought that was funny that he was on the show. But, um, you know, I thought you were going to do this. Mickey Jones, the drummer. Oh, or this. Oh, wait, no. Oh, wait, no, this one. Yeah, that's drums. drummer of Bob Dylan. Yes. Anyway, they're they're they shoot they shoot Mitch's uncle dead. Yeah, and, and then he drowns, and then they call Mitch like in the next scene to tell them that his uncle has just drowned, and they don't know anything. They haven't found any yeah, blood. The, but then I guess that makes sense though, because the sheriff is later found out to be crooked. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I just remembered that. It's like, so he was, oh, he knew, well, yeah, he knew yeah. that it was a murder the whole time. Right. He wanted him to be murdered. Mitch's uncle is a, uh, uh, supposedly somebody he hasn't seen for a long time, but it was always uh, out in, I guess, where is that? Uh, is that like in between Nevada and California? The Rio del Grande? Um, Yeah, I guess so. I don't think that's what it is. The Rio del Grande. That's not what it is. That can't be it. It's not. Is it just the California River? What is it? Let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> California River. 
California um, River, won't you come down to my house? Um, there's the Sacramento River. That can't be right. I thought it might have been Sacramento. There's the Klamath River. Let's see what that is. <laughs> Klamath. No, no, don't. <laughs> no, that's not it. You know what? Who cares? Um, anyway. It, it, you know which river it is. It's the Rio del Grande. It's the river of no return. <laughs> That's correct. I forgot. Anyway, it's where they go, they go up to the river to. Um, oh, before he gets shot, we see um, Uncle Alex hide a box behind some rocks. Yeah, with a fox behind locks, which it later turns out is just like I was hoping for a map, but it turns out yeah, to me be. Too. It turns out to be a like a, a barely. Not even. Yeah, it's to the tune of oh, uh, My Darling Clementine. Yeah, which Hobie sings ad nauseum. In yeah, the, I really hate it. He's like, not a good singer. No, no, and he didn't have to do it after the first time. It actually didn't help. It didn't really help. Yeah, you it was just, just singing it. what was on the page. There, it, didn't make a, it, make any, it didn't make it more obvious what the, the, the lyrics were saying. There was a nice touch on the page that I noticed where... Someone, I'm guessing like the production designer, had messed up writing the word excavated. And then like And they left out. they left out like a letter and they did that thing where you try and like jam it between two letters uh -huh. to make it look natural. I didn't look but natural. I but I saw it. You saw it, you could tell. You're smart, dude. They're dumb. Yeah, that should go on moviegoofs.com. <laughs> 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 that should be front page. Um so anyway, right after they find the the riddle, um, God, there's so much going on in this episode. I'm almost forgetting. The other two people that come along are Billy Warlock and uh, Eyebrows Shawnee. Shawnee, and she reveals to Billy Warlock that she's pregnant. Yeah, and that's why she wasn't interested in all the treasure hunting stuff, and has <laughs> generally had like a, a, a functional time. malaise <laughs> throughout the episode. <laughs> well, after they all go rafting and find the riddle. Um, she gets out with of the raft. I don't know if oh, if she they stays behind because after they take a tumble down the yeah, she's like, I'm pregnant. I probably shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, so she stays behind, and then they go down the river, and then they start getting shot at by the two uh, antagonists. Yeah, Bob Dylan's drummer and the other guy, and then they reveal that they have Shawnee tied up, and they're gonna throw her off a cliff if they don't give them the riddle that leads to the treasure. Yeah. So then the 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 plan that they execute is very intricate. If you'd like to explain, oh, it's very exciting. So basically, Billy Warlock and David Hasselhoff remove their helmets <laughs> and allow Hobie to be the bait. <laughs> In a way, they allow they leave the man they leave Hobie the for dead. <laughs> they allow the man with the rifle to Dude. believe that Hobie is not alone. Right, but the when man with the rifle is still pointing a gun directly at David Hasselhoff's son's head. Yeah. And David Hasselhoff is like, I'll be right back. Here. And then, like, goes under the water. Yeah. And, and then they, 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 yeah. Yeah. They follow up with CJ, who's taking the, the riddle over to the guy. Hasselhoff performs an amazing climb up the rock to. Bob Dylan drummer. Yeah, and they get in a fight, but Shawnee gets pushed off anyway. But Billy Warlock is able to save her, and then we jump to much later. Yeah, like they completely just like 
I think it's an edit of the episode by the uh, the the channel on my TV that we're watching. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think that they really just like you said they fell into a plot line wormhole. Yeah, they just like uh, yeah, they just cut straight to the engagement scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. They're getting engaged on the side of the yeah. of the river. And then, meanwhile, they're still continuing the search for the treasure. Yeah. And they find the lollipop tree. (laughs) (laughs) The lollipop tree. (laughs) They find the lollipop tree. (laughs) (laughs) Live with Regis and Pete. (laughs) We're going to look for the lollipop tree. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the thing that kept happening is that Uncle Alex... um, I guess as a, when Mitch was a young boy, taught him how to pan for gold, and then they hit a, <laughs> hit a little <laughs> nugget of gold in what uh, Hasselhoff keeps referring to as his secret place. His secret spot. His secret spot. <laughs> and I was just imagining, you know, like, what else Uncle Alex showed David Hasselhoff how to do, and what else that secret spot means to him. Anyway, um, not that, uh, you know, listen, never mind. Uh, they go and they find the treasure, and then suddenly they reappear. The antagonist. Yeah, the, 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 the we, we thought were slain. The options were basically and they took their gun too. Didn't didn't Pam Anderson like literally take his gun from him, or like, or didn't Hasselhoff take his gun from him when he like pushes him off the rock or whatever? I know he knocked the gun out of his hand. Yeah, and it falls into the water. Yeah, they can't get that back. I don't know. I, anyway, they suddenly they reappear. And um, they lock David Hasselhoff in a well. Yeah, down in a crypt. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> then the sheriff shows up, pointing a gun directly at Hobie's chest from like a foot away. Well, well okay, so Hasselhoff has found the boot. Yes, the golden boot, a giant piece of gold. A giant piece of gold worth millions of dollars, like 60 pounds of gold. Mm-hmm. And they're hoisting it up when the sheriff appears. Right. And he's like, good work, boys. Yeah. Tie up this little child and the, the big-titted woman and <laughs> and the other two. And, you know, send them down the river to die. Yeah, so they, they put them on a raft to go down the devil's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Alex's devil's mouth. <laughs> you want to see the devil's mouth? Secret spot. Secret spot. Secret spot. Secret spot. Secret spot. <laughs> anyway, um, they, uh, yeah, they tie them all up and put them on the river down the devil's mouth. Meanwhile, David Hasselhoff is locked in this crypt and then starts to use a pickaxe from, from what I can assume is like the 1800s. Yeah, to, to break out. Yeah, not only break through the wall of the... He seems to have done a dig dug move and like, <laughs> but he basically but he, fat, he gets a hole big enough to crawl through and get under the water in the river, come up under the. Okay. At this point, David Hasselhoff is not wearing a shirt or yeah. a helmet or any of the gear that you would wear in a kayak. The, the sheriff, sheriff is. is. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> As the sheriff pulls away in the kayak with the golden boot, David Hasselhoff pulls him uh, like underwater, he flips the kayak, flips the kayak back up with David Hasselhoff fully clothed. David Hasselhoff has removed the the vest and the helmet 
<laughs> and he has donned them himself to make sure that he's always wearing like we safe. assume he has killed the sheriff because we don't think we see him resurface the sheriff does not come back up no he's dead he's under he killed a police officer in this episode david hasselhoff anyway a crooked cop but you know yeah anyway um they, they i when i don't understand i believe i don't see i don't think we see what happens to the the two guys either no no they're, they're just like bah, yeah they, got, they, they were away. happy because they thought that they were getting the big payday but then the big payday was in the kayak with david hasloff who's then now going down the river to chase hobie and company from the devil's mouth uh which they do of course hobie, does a big save yeah hobie lives and the boot goes down the devil's mouth, which I don't really understand. Where does that go? Is the river just going to hell? Well, so how did they find the body? Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they never did. Well, Maybe how would they know that he? How would they know that he? No, I guess. Yeah, they knew for sure that the uncle was dead because they had crossbowed him. And he went down the devil's mouth. So maybe I just they- feel like more than one police officer should be involved when that kind of thing happens. Somebody dies. It's country justice. Yeah, right. Country justice. It's it's gold. It's a gold digging country. Yeah. All right. I feel like the episode went on for about 30 minutes after that part happened. Um, yeah. Well, we kept bouncing. I think we bounced back to LA. see the rookies. Yeah. Um, oh, we, yeah. The, oh, the we other also, line, Yeah. Right. We were introduced to Summer. Who is trash. <laughs> White trash. Yeah. And her mom well, has like a also singing trash. <laughs> And their dad trash come, comes back into the picture. Trash. Consume. Consume. Consume it all, Luchi. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that's what we're eating, but, actually. I should have said that. We're not eating Lay's potato chips. I'm eating Kalbi chips. Kalbi. I'm eating Kalbi uh, chips. They're from Japan. If anybody listens to this show in Japan, I want to send me some chips. I would love some Kalbi chips. Um, if anybody knows what that is, um, it's this song. I love that commercial more than anything in the world. <laughs> That's my favorite video. With a big dog. Yeah, the big walking dog. That's a delight every time. Uh, but the rookies are put to the test. They are uh, in, in a, one of those classic mo- uh, montages. And we get our new uh, three three new stars for the show. I guess when they say CJ, when they introduce CJ, they act as if she's been around before. She has, yeah. Because she's clearly older with the mature tits of a woman. <laughs> the, the, the kinds of tits that only a woman of, of numbers. At least 27 would have. But no older. <laughs> no We're joined now, live, with Josh, who has seen House of the Devil. Josh, welcome to Drop Dead Georgia Movie Talk. What'd you think? Of House of the Devil? Yeah. 
It's all right. Yeah. The best thing about it is that nothing happens until the very end. Oh my God. Yes. That is like the main thing that I noticed about it was that like nothing happens. But it's so like, it's just basically constantly psyching you out and making you think that something's going to happen. And then nothing ever does until the end. Josh, uh, where are you calling us from today? Uh, My driveway. You're calling from your driveway. And that is located where? What was the address? Don't tell us Uh, the address. Don't give us the address. Okay. I didn't know if you really did want me to give it or not. Well, Josh, speaking of movies, Alec Baldwin killed a woman yesterday. Again? Making a movie. Yeah, once again. He's at it again. Oh, what a trickster. I know. that back on the beat. That darn son of a gun. Somebody, you always got to keep an eye on those Baldwin brothers. I know. Did a Baldwin kill somebody before this? You got to think that Stephen Baldwin, Danny Baldwin probably each killed I'm at least sure one or two hookers. hookers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Come on. Exactly. Get with it, Pete. The Baldwin boys. Yeah, they The probably... Baldwin boys are at it again. Baldwin <laughs> the boys bo- are back in town. <laughs> I was playing that earlier trying to get the segment started. Um, anyway. <laughs> What's going on, Josh? Uh, what do you think that What do you think happened with with Alec Baldwin? What's your theory? Yeah, what do you think exactly took place on that set yesterday? On, I, that, on the, in that th- faithful moment. Well, when I heard about it, I imagined him muttering something about how, like, I told you to shoot me from the other side because it was the cinematographer. I'll tell yeah. you how to like, shoot. I'll tell you how to shoot a movie. Side. Yeah. Do you think it was kind of like a one liner before he did it? Maybe. I'll tell I you how to, I'll tell you how to shoot a movie. I think it's like the prestige where like he's doing the um like Ooh. catch a bullet trick and he and he and he puts the bullet in at the last minute. You yeah, know? Like I, I saw somebody say like there's no chance he wasn't going around the set like fake shooting people. That was what I that was one of the theories that I read in <laughs> until multiple it, until places. It went and wrong. It's like, wait, you guys think that Alec Baldwin was just wandering around the set? pulling the trigger of a gun and being like, ha ha. Yeah, I do. I do. I really do. <laughs> I think that, yeah, maybe he was like super pumped to finally be like in a way. Yeah, when's the la- Honestly, when's the last time you saw Alec Baldwin in a movie? <sighs> the Departed? Um, mm, the movie where uh, Julianne Moore has Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a really... Big blockbuster hit. Still Alex. That's the one where she's running for vice president, right? <laughs> With Ed Harris as John McCain. Oh, yeah. Um, what is that called? Something game. Squid game. <laughs> Sarah Palin is squid, squid game. game. <laughs> Barack Biden. I saw Dune. You saw Dune and uh, how'd that Dune? How that good. Dune Dune? What that thing? Good. What that thing Dune? <laughs> it was good. But it was it good. I heard was... it was bad. What was good? Really? Yeah, I heard a lot of people say it was kind of washed out. Washed out? Like you mean like visually? Color? Yeah, color and like. Yeah, I mean, I could see it is a little like drab. underwhelming. It's a little drab. I mean. I thought it was really like good world building, but I mean, it, to me, it feels like the first part, you know, of a big two part thing. So, I mean, it'll be, it'll be That's a real annoying. The world might end soon, man. I don't know. They might, they might need to just get these things out on a one off. 
I hope he gets to make a second one. There needs to be more one-off things. Like, honestly, yeah, I agree with that take. I would love it if, if like whatever this like Batman movie with Robert Pattinson was like, no, we're just going to do this one. This and that's the not- last Batman movie. <laughs> and we never do another one ever again. It's called re- the Batman. And it's, uh, oh, and it's, oh, no, Edward. it's called Batman and in parentheses, no more. The next, the next time they reboot it, it should just be called the Batman again. <laughs> the Batman again redux like it comes up it's like the batman and then like later on again i really hate the two on like you know what i, w- I wish they would like, you know what i wish they would do i wish hmm. they would do like a gritty batman <laughs> can you imagine if batman was like brought into the real world dude i what wish they would, would do be one like? about like batman but like with class disparity i wish <laughs> they would do i wish they would do a batman that was more for like my socialist podcast to talk about I want where we could talk about like you know like who's class like, class and like class war. Do you ever think that like Batman is actually kind of fucked up, dude? You ever think about like how like Batman's rich? <laughs> Batman Batman's is a rich, rich man, and we should we're supposed to eat the rich. So do you ever think about how we're supposed to be eating Batman? Have you ever thought I'll, what part of Batman would you eat first? I would probably eat his fucking belt, dude. And just choke on the pepper spray and die. What about the nipples? The bat nipples. That, I don't think there's much. enough meat. It's gristle. It's all gristle. <laughs> it's all gristle. It's, it's the toughest part of the suit. Um, That's, what it, would you think it would be better if you took the Adam McKay Batman and swapped him for like the Adam Chris McKay Nolan? Batman that was the one that was in uh, the big Tyler short or, no, yeah. no, no, not Adam McKay wait who's the bat why, why, why did I Tim that? Burton Adam, no, no, Christian no, Bale the, was in the big short Adam West, West. you thought oh, Adam man. McKay was Adam West I just confused with, with with the name Adam, it's just two Adams in my mind. What if uh, Adam? What if uh, what if Batman was Anchorman? <laughs> what if the Adam McKay Batman met the Tim Gunn Batman? Uh, Josh, White? Josh, do you want to hit this? <laughs> you hit this yeah, one? yeah, sure. Okay, here you go. I just shotgun it in your mouth. <laughs> it was too big of a hit. Alex got. Alex got these fucking swimmers lungs. I don't. Want, I didn't mean like to call right in the mic. I swim in the pussy. <laughs> Who's just got a text? Uh, what was that? a semi trailer? Did, <laughs> Did you get a text? Did you get a text, Josh? Yeah. What did it say? I don't know. It's from Judge Judy, my grandma. Your your grandma is Judge Judy. Judge Her Judy. Her name's Judy. Judge Her name's Judy. Judy. Um. But no, we should take the Adam West Batman. Okay. There should be a movie where the Adam West Batman and the Christopher Nolan Batman get swapped. Switch swapped. Switch swapped. So you have this really, really dark, aggressive (laughs) Batman in a super campy universe, and then the really campy one into the Bativerse. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Glad you guys called me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so like. Hold on, I need to think about it for a second. I really don't want to talk about this anymore. Alec Baldwin killed somebody. Are we gonna take? Yeah, how to- how could how dare I talk about something so stupid when Alec Baldwin murdered our finest American being. thespian has committed murder? 
I do. It does really upset me that a lot of people are like wondering about how Alec probably Baldwin the best feels actor. Right now. Probably the best actor in all of The Departed. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Suddenly underrated. Yeah. Where was his Oscar nom? Sticking his face in that bowl of ice water. <laughs> I did the ice water challenge. <laughs> I remember when I did the ice water. <laughs> he kind of sounds like Batman. Yeah, he does. What about Alec Baldwin as Batman? Well, you know Batman what? Doesn't well, use guns. you know what? The thing is that Alec Baldwin already broke Batman's one rule. <laughs> <laughs> he, he killed somebody, so he, he could never be Batman. He took they, lethal they just, force of the gun. <laughs> well, then maybe he can play uh, the guy who uh, murders his parents. Joe I was Chill. saying. I was saying. Wait, you mean the Joker? Joe Chill. Oh yeah, Judge the Joker. Joe. The Joker. Judge Joker. He, Actually, that would be really funny as Alec, Alec Baldwin as a joke. <laughs> I was saying it would be really funny if on the SNL this weekend they had uh, Alec Baldwin come back as Donald Trump, but he kills a woman with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I guess I didn't know the gun was loaded. It'd be Could f- the woman be pay, uh, played by Pete? Yeah, Pete. RP he's on SNL yeah oh yeah because you're on was, SNL yeah you are Ooh. you're the newest cast member oh Mr. Trump it's so nice to meet you I'm your biggest fan well I have a fake gun here for you Pete and I'm gonna shoot and it's not gonna actually hit you so don't be afraid I'm not worried because you're a professional okay here we go one two three <laughs> oh god oh god he's bleeding my career and my beautiful life is over I can see I can see the life fading out of you and out of your eyes. I'm so sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, live from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> anything, uh, anything interesting happening on the Baywatch recently? I watched an episode of Baywatch this morning. Um, it was the fifth episode of the show. Oh, shit. And it was about two bank robbers who stole a bunch of money from the bank and then, like, dropped it out of an airplane or something and then, like, had to, like, um, find it in the ocean, but then it resubmerged. And <sighs> this is a really convoluted episode. This is a really early episode, though. The, the main plot was when the Mitch, David Hasselhoff, and his ex-wife, played by Wendy Malick, uh, are arguing over Hobie, who is not played by the original Hobie. We got a <gasps> we got a we got a different Hobie in the first episodes. Hobie really? Yeah, Hobie one point oh. I could have sworn 1. it was the same guy. No, I'm telling you. Well, the Hobie we do know, the Hobie we do know is Jeremy Jackson and Josh. We found out some really remarkable stuff about him the other day. What's that? He stabbed somebody to death by accident on set. No, like. I don't think it was to death. Okay, maybe not to death. He stabbed somebody, and it was not on the set. It was it was like at a club. Yeah, it was like five or six years not ago. Not at the club. He stabbed somebody at the club. He totally ruined the vibe. And he's been on Dr. What Drew. Hell, man? Not cool. He's been on the Dr. Drew rehab show. Mm-hmm. He uh, He's had a lot of problems. He so has a music career. He has a music career. With David I was going to ask if he did music. Yeah, well, he does. Oh, wow. That's great. Like, I don't want to get too distracted. From, well, you know what? You know, what? I'm what? not going to recap the the episode this morning anymore. <laughs> um, did you listen to the John Hinckley music? I listened to those two songs. 
Do you want to listen to some right now? Wait, who is John Hinckley? For those of us at home that don't know, John Hinckley tried to kill Ronald Reagan oh. in the name of uh, loving Jody Foster. Jody Foster. And um, here's who a song. thought about that, though? I mean. Here's a song. Maybe I can play both at the same time. I think I could. This is his country song. It'll probably reveal a secret message. Here. Josh, just be quiet for a second. Okay. This isn't all that it sounds like. Hang on. There's this one, too. I like this one better. Well, they caught the Zodiac, too. This is my favorite one. This is John Hinckley with Love Will See You Through. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of catchy. It's like Daniel Johnson. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, I like it. Um, hang on, let me pause this. Anyway, uh, that's uh, that's John Hinckley, potential assassin of Ronald Reagan. Good try. Good try. This is the official endorsement of the show. Good try. Hey, man. Nice shot. It was close. You really you got there almost. a podcast do you ever feel like you can do that john uh where you can do like the uh um um not elo but like the uh lucky man who's that oh elp who the luck oh yeah, em- yeah. Emerson, like, Palmer. Palmer, you yeah. can do like if you get really close to the mic and you like the <laughs> like the lucky man thing What's you know the like where they do like a really distorted synth <clears throat> thing oh uh, yeah <laughs> I do that on my sense so all the cool. time. Uh, <laughs> You're going to love that later, too. <laughs> <I am. laughs> you are. I actually will. Okay. Um, you should sample it and start a, a, a technology. <laughs> yeah, just, just start an electronic band where it's I can't just figure out why my Alex's voice. I can't figure out why my neighbors keep filing noise complaints against this. <laughs> Anyway, we're here with John. Hello. Uh, John, we're doing dirty work today. And John does dirty work just like me and Pete. Just like us. I'm a dirty boy doing dirty work. He's just like you. But you're the guest, so you start. Tell us a little bit about your dirty work lately. Um, I had to train people today. Um, Okay. So, I guess recently I've been like 
trying to put my foot down about who can make the coffee and like how many people can be back in that same spot or because the spot is very like small. And if you get a lot of people in there, it's impossible to, to work. Uh Um, so I, uh, me and another manager put out a message over the like app saying, John has to retrain you or I have to retrain you. You're John. Yes, I'm John. I referred to myself <laughs> in the third person. And I felt weird about it. We got John here. We got John here. Who? We got John. We got you here. Oh, sorry. wow. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, we got John Penis. But uh, it's John Penis. But uh, I um. So we sent out said I have to retrain everybody before you can make a drink. Or even step foot back there. Wow. Because it, it's just too small. And if a lot of, again, if a lot of people are back there, it's like, I can't do anything. Like, I, I have to stay where I am. Anyway, um, so people got mad and were like really upset at me today. How many people did you have that were going back there? Um, Unequipped, untrained. Like three, like three people that like, I'm not really sure if they like really know how to do it. Like you're just back there, like just pulling shots. I'm like, I would never have done that when I started working at a place ever. No, when I like started working in a place that had like a piece of equipment, like an espresso machine or like a, any kind of like, obviously like you have to know how to use it kind of thing. I would never have like, even in my like first month after being there for a while, been like, I'll just take a swing at it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's super weird to me, too. It's just like, why are you... Are why you, wouldn't you wait for somebody to tell you how to do that? Right. If you don't know how yeah. to... If I don't know how to use something, I don't do it. I just assume it's, like, dangerous and probably, you know, might hurt me. So, I just... What I found, personally, is that a lot of people don't like to ask or tell you when uh, they do things that are probably not a very good idea. That's true. Yeah. Um... Well, somebody turned off a refrigerator uh at our coffee shop earlier this like two nights or maybe last night because it was it was you know admittedly loud i guess but it like it's an annoying refrigerator it's an annoyingly sounding refrigerator we just got it fixed and it's still kind of loud i'm gonna have him come back and look at it again but like it makes a lot of noise and for that reason somebody just turned it off what yeah uh, that's what i said are you kidding me no. no. Do you know who? Yeah, I know. I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to get you to like like dox this person. I was just like, I do know who. Okay, and, it, okay. and then like it was funny because like the other person that didn't do it necessarily but knew about it was just like, oh no, because like I kept trying to like plug it back in. I thought it was broken again. Oh no. So I kept trying to like plug it back in and like I was like, what the fuck's going on with this thing? I just had a, I had people come out like like six days ago. And then like and they were like, oh no, this is what you do. And then they turned the power strip back on and it turned back on. And I was like, why is it off? Oh no. How long was it off for? A while. Like a day and a half. That's fucked. I mean like the people that took out all the like, you know, bottled drinks and yogurt and stuff out of it but oh okay that's good still well no still <laughs> but no i mean like it, it i've had people like turn off like um the the agua fresca machine at work and like that's With it still fresh full? water yes. machine yes With yeah. it's still full though that makes it all gunk up and dirty and shit and the it makes the horchata and like it all the, settles at the bottom and shit. well no it goes bad it gets sour like the horchata, well, yeah, yeah. horchata, if it's, not if it's refrigerated, yeah, it's fucked. 
Um, and that was a fucking manager. An assistant manager did that shit. I'll tell you what, man. People stink. Dude. <laughs> People do stink. People do stink. It's anyway, a good bit. Um, what, Pete, what dirty work have you been dealing with? I know you've uh, had well, quite t- a few. Today, yeah, today I had it. a good one. Yeah. Um, gonna, someone came up to the counter uh-huh. and uh, she had ordered a breakfast burrito. And when uh, she received it, she came back <clears throat> a couple minutes later. <laughs> She came up a couple of minutes later and she was like, um, I ordered a breakfast burrito and I got a sand. Like she was laughing the whole time. Like, <laughs> like, like this kind of like this kind of wacky t- thing probably happens to you yeah. all the time. Like it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely to relieve the tension for sure. That makes huh. it more tense. And like it was, yeah, it was more tense because of it. And she was like, um, okay, so I got this. This is crazy. I had ordered a burrito, <laughs> yeah, right. and what I got was this sandwich. Is this the craziest sandwich? And like the, the aluminum foil was not entirely like exposed, like she hadn't even seen the whole thing yet to be able to define what it could be. Mm-hmm. And she goes, like, mm-hmm. This is a sandwich. Mm. And we go, no, this is a burrito. And she goes, but it's not made with a tortilla. And we go, it it is is made with a tortilla. And she unravels it a little further, picks it up, shows it to us and goes, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, yeah, I don't think she's going to come back. Do you think it's because she's embarrassed? Well, the embarrassment, I mean, she should be yes. very embarrassed 100%. about that situation. Like Absolutely. are you high? Like why would you <laughs> why would you complain about something before you even know what exactly it is that you're complaining about? Like you have not even seen the whole thing. Yeah. Do you think do you think it's a power trip for some people? I think it's a power trip for them. I do think a lot of people, I I think there are a lot of people that like to send things back. Yeah. 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 100%. I also think that uh, being a coffee shop, a lot of people do confuse it for Starbucks. Oh, yeah. And it is too, entirely too well known that the Starbucks has the uh, make it again policy. Right. Like the customer is always right. Yeah. If If you don't like it, we will remake it for free. Like that's a known quantity, and I do think that that's a problem. Like, absolutely, I, I would. I'm looking forward to the day that someone asks for like a remake of a drink that is not reasonable. I'll remake most drinks because it's usually reasonable. Uh, yeah, sorry, but no, I was good, dude. Again. I can. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me take. <laughs> While John does that. Mm. This is 
called classical gas, which is what I'm trying to have John have. <laughs> Maybe so, hang on. No, whichever one, you can put the mic up. No, it's gonna come. <laughs> I feel pressured now. Then nobody leaves on. Alec Baldwin killed a woman earlier today, and uh, he's probably gonna go to jail for a long, long time. Send Alec Baldwin to jail. Send Alec Baldwin to goddamn jail. Send Alec Baldwin to jail. <laughs> Alec Baldwin belongs in jail. Put Alec Baldwin in a jail cell. What we have here <laughs> is a failure to communicate. Put Alec Baldwin in jail. Swallow some air. Stand up if you have to. Stand over if you have to. I don't care. Fart out your ass. Ah, damn it. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, That was pretty good. It's gonna take like I, I feel like it's gonna come randomly and like I'll just interrupt one of you. <laughs> I tried to chug a beer and now I just vomited Well I, tr- I tried to chug a beer and now I just vomited everywhere. Folks, we lost the great Colin Powell last week. Colin. Colin Powell. And um, I want to leave you guys with one of his uh, best bits. And um, I think this is... Wait, Colin Powell or Colin Powell? Colin Powell. With the the military? Yeah, no, he died last week. He was 84 years old. Yeah. And... Um, he hosted Weekend Update for a while? <laughs> no, he was, the, he was the military general. He sent us to Iraq. And uh, I just want to share with you my favorite one of his... Uh, Bits. Some say of the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. And New York got this is his address to the good. UN. Y'all like a bigger leg sandwich look good. But I love sex. I love it. Can't do shit no more. And I'm blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Kick it! I can't believe that Colin Powell said that to the U.S. But you he did, understand. and he was brave. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. You're scared, though. He's a fearless man. Anyway, I rest love, in peace. I love sex, man. I love it by the pound. Rest in peace, Colin Powell. I'm glad they put that shit in camps. <laughs> Uh, Can you imagine sex and can? Motherfuckers be shopping for this shit. Thank you for listening to Drop Dead Georgia. 
I'm Alex. That's Pete. It's me, Pete. Playing ball, John, say goodbye. Do, All right, bye. Put some going in. All right. Kick it. Kick it.